Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show, where we're going to discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship and how to take your business to new heights and ultimately follow your dreams. So today we're going to be discussing why we should raise our prices. And that's just a, a great topic because I talk to uh, business owners all the time and there's a little fear involved in raising prices. So we're going to talk about that today. So uh, for the most part, uh, my audience is business owners, small business owners, and, and most of the time it is uh, contractors. I'm in the HVAC business, but I coach uh, plumbers, electricians, landscapers, lawn care, roofers, home remodeling, um, anything, I, actually a couple um, house cleaning companies I've talked to before, but uh, anything that has to do with home, home services, um, this is going to cover the basis a lot of times. So uh, most of the time, I should say. So contractors, be aware. Uh, for customers, low inexpensive prices often translates to what? Cheap. And that's the bottom line. I mean, if you want to be known as the cheap guys, you know, you should change your name to cheap guys uh, electricians or cheap guys electrical or cheap guys plumbing or cheap guys heating and air. And then everybody will know you're the cheap guys. Uh, and then you can just work, 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 and work and make, make very little money and wonder why. Um, so seriously, uh, you just don't want to be known for the cheap guys. And there are, there are, in my territory, there's a handful of cheap guys. And that's what, that's what they're known for. Um, but they also wear dirty jeans and dirty white t-shirts and, and a truck with no name and a dirty truck with no name and... Uh, stuff on the dashboard piled up, and and that's what you get when you know when you if you want a low ball price, that's that's the kind of uh, business you're going to have in your driveway. Uh, and I don't, I know my customers, they don't want that in their driveway. So we're going to talk about um, why we should raise our prices. Um, first of all, I want to suggest don't think for or answer for the customer. Because when you do, most of the time you're wrong. Uh, I teach that in sales and I teach that to business owners because it's, e it's real easy for a salesperson to think, well, they can't afford this. Or, you know, if it was my grandma, she couldn't afford this. Well, how do you know? I mean, that grandma might have millions of dollars in her pillow, who knows? We're not, we're not there. We're not there to um, think for the customer or answer for the customer. So as a business owner, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to answer for the customer. First of all, my, the advantage I have is I like high quality. I'm willing to pay for high quality. And so I have no problem selling high quality at a higher price. So if you're not in the high quality mode and you're always after the best deal, uh, don't get me wrong. I love a good deal. I love to negotiate and I love a good deal, uh, but I'm not after the lowest price. 
I'm after the best price, but I'm not after the lowest price, if that makes sense. So far too often, um, many businesses overthink what a customer's reaction might be to a higher price. And I teach this all the time. You do not have to apologize for a price. Prices are prices provide profit, which provides jobs, which provides nice trucks, nice buildings, nice tools, a pleasant atmosphere, a clean and pleasant atmosphere to work in, and the professionalism of people because we pay nice salaries and our customers get great people who are paid well to do a great job for them. So don't answer for the customer. It's not up to you to answer for the customer. You will find out as you increase your prices, you won't get very much negative feedback from it at all. Very little. I mean, one guy used to tell me, raise your prices until you get at least five complaints. And then you know you're at where you need to be. And that might sound silly, but that's about the truth. Just because one person complains about price, we don't make decisions based on one person's opinion. Just because we happen to go to an estimate and they think our prices are too high, we don't make decisions based on that one customer that we probably didn't sell to because we were too high. Now, I will also talk about a lot of times our customers already expect our prices to be higher. And I'll tell you why here in a little bit. And yours should too. Lower prices reduce profitability. So when you start lowering your prices or you're already at the low end of your price range in your competitive area, um, they reduce your profitability. They um, create margin erosion is what happens. Margin erosion that reduces the amount of money that you make on each sale. Installations in the HVAC business are not easy. A lot of them are extremely hard and they take an all they they take all day with a couple guys to do it right. And it deserves to be a high price for what we do. My my uh, friend and mentor challenged me a while back, raise your prices. Uh, when he found out what all we do here at McAfee, we replace line sets every time. We install um, new pads. We put every system, heat pump and air conditioners up on snow feet, making sure everything's precisely level. Uh, we replace the disconnects in the fuses, in the uh, wiring, and we um, have a custom sheet metal shop. So 99% of our jobs get custom sheet metal around the furnace, the drop, the box, everything, the supply plenum a custom filter rack with a year's supply of filters. He looked at me and he goes, Greg, McAfee is the premier dealer. Why shouldn't you be the highest price? You're a premier dealer. Act like it. And that's all I needed. Because when you talk to me like that, I get it. I don't take offense. I get it. And I like it. Uh, I guess being a Marine and serving in the Marine Corps, that doesn't bother me a bit. 
when I when I have a business coach or a mentor or a friend who challenges me. I like it. Um, if you don't like it, that's something maybe you need to check yourself because that's all that's the only way you're gonna get better. If somebody doesn't tell you the truth, that you're never gonna improve. So let me give you a quick example. And this is just Greg's version. I made it up real quick. But when you increase, if you were to increase your prices by 20%, you go 20%? Yes. If you increase your prices, if you're on the lower end, you can probably increase your prices by more than that. But if you increase your prices by 20%, for every five installations you do, you're going to make the same amount of profit you did or you're doing right now for six installations. So right now you have to do six installations to make the same amount of profit you could make if you increased your prices by 20% right now. And when we started increasing our prices, um, we actually, our closing ratio improved. You know why? Because it didn't put us down in the pool, the ocean, of the red water. You see the red water is the bloody is bloody because of sharks. There are so many sharks down there in the red water. When you start raising your prices, you come out of the red water and you come into the blue ocean. You come into the blue clear ocean. You might see a couple yachts out there and some big ships, but that's it. You don't you don't see all the little boats out there trying to compete for a job. So when you get into the blue ocean, it changes your whole business and you'll start selling more and your closing ratio will go up because these, a lot of customers want to do business with people, with companies in the blue ocean. It, it takes you out of the competition, all that competition down here that you're having to compete with. See, we only have a few competitors at McAfee. Yeah, there's 500 plus heating and air conditioning companies in our territory, but I only compete with a few. That's all. And you can do the same thing. It also, when you start lowering your prices or you just never change your prices and you've had the same prices for the past five years or something ridiculous, um, it changes your core customer base. And ideally, growing a business, will have a, you'll have a core customer base. And um, when you compromise the loyal, long-lasting customers who are willing to pay for quality and service and dependability and all those things, you're changing your customer base. When you start changing your customer base, you'll actually start losing customers because the higher-end customers no longer want to do business with you. You see, the higher-end customers who are paying anywhere from Eighty to one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a vehicle, they're they're not going to go shop at a Kia lot to get something for thirty five thousand. That's not that's not where they go. So when you got these higher end customers, they they want to stay with a company who's higher end. It just makes sense. So listen to this: no one wins in the race to the bottom. No one. And if you're a one-man shop and you're listening to this and you say, I can have the low ball price and I can still make a good profit, 
Well, here's the truth. You can be a one-man shop and do a heck of a job and supply quality and great service and raise your prices and make even more profit. Okay? So why wouldn't you do that? Okay. And let me say this. A lot of times, guys, we, we go through, guys and gals, we go through a slow spell. And we go, we give several estimates. Our team gives several estimates. We give several estimates, whatever size company you are. And we're not selling. We, we just go through a slump. I mean, we're kicking rocks all day long. And we go through a slump. So just because, just because we go through a slump, doesn't mean it's time to lower your price. It might be quite the opposite. It might be time to raise your price. That's when you need the most profit. You've went through a slump and you need to make more money. So they, what happens is a business owners allow, they allow fear to come in and they start thinking if we don't sell something soon, we're already having trouble making payroll. We're already having trouble uh, making um, our bills at the supply houses. And we definitely need to keep the lights on in here. Uh, so we start panicking and fear slips in. So we start telling our sales team, hey, just, just take 500 off, take 1,000 off these prices today, and let's see if we can get a sale. Well, you know, you say, Greg, do you ever lower your prices? Do you ever do, you ever do a job for less? Absolutely. You know why? Because I can. And a lot of times... I've already made enough profit and I've already made enough profit. I'm already above goal for the year that I might just lower my price to take market share. And I can do that all day long. And that's the benefit of managing your money properly. And actually for us, it's being 100% debt free. So if, if our average, I'm just going to make up a number here. If our average is 12,500 for an installation and we're out on a really good job and the customer says, "Hey, look. I just I want you guys to do it, but but I want you to do it for 11,000. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at." So, I negotiate a little bit with my salesman and I say, "Hey, if you take this, we'll do it." And we do it. And we take market share all day long. We don't make the same profit margins, but we do make a profit and we're taking market share, and we're gonna be in that customer's driveway for years to come. I'll do that quite often to continue to take market share because that's what we do best. I've never acquired a company, but I continue to take the market share, and I continue to be number one in my territory of the residential market. Now, when I say we're number one, we're not the largest. There's a lot of companies bigger than us. I'm saying we're number one in top of mind in the residential market and gross revenue wise for residential we're probably in the top two okay but we're number one we're when you do all when when these third parties do all these surveys for heating and air conditioning companies we come number one substantially i mean it's there's not there's there's a big gap between us and the next guy no matter what survey they do, no matter what company we use, there's a big gap between us and the next guy. And I'll tell you, about 
five or six years ago, somebody got close enough, they were in single digit percentages of us. The next year, we pulled off. It was 14% difference. So you can't get comfortable. You can't get complacent. I talked about that last week. As soon as you get complacent, those companies are pouring on the steam. They're doing what you used to do. Don't get complacent. So just because you go through a uh, slow spell, you think you should lower your prices and gain sales, wrong answer. Not the right thing to do. Also, find out what makes you different and makes your messaging reflect. Make sure your messaging is reflecting that. Find out what you do different and then make sure your message, your branding message, your advertising message, make sure it reflects what you do best and what you do different. We used to say something like um, years and years ago, and I don't think my sales team uses this anymore, but I, I know when I was selling, um, you know, you read all kinds of stuff, what to say, what to try, all this kind of closing stuff. But if a customer wanted to be, you know, too low, we would say something like, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, we have high quality, we have great service, and we have competitive prices. For what you're asking for, you can pick two of those. Which one do you want? And they just look at you and they go, well, I want all three. Well, for the price, our price, you will get all three. But if you're wanting this low ball price, you're going to have to, you're going to have to um, substitute um, quality or service. You know, which one don't you want? Because you can only pick two. Um you know, that worked for a while and we used it, but it does, it still today makes a lot of sense. You know, we got competitive pricing. We got high quality. We're a premier dealer. We got great service and we got a lot of other stuff. But in in order for me to lower my price that low, pick two. You're going to, you're, you're just, you're not going to get, you're not going to get what we offer if you're expecting me to do that for that price. Hope that makes sense. Um, Also, find out what makes you different. And um, like I said earlier, find out what makes you uh, different. And then, and then focus on that. So you're going to be the higher price. Then when you're closing a sale, you can remind them, this is, this is why we're higher. Now, we don't, we don't get into a long, drawn-out presentation. I can tell you that right now. Our average sales call is less than an hour. And from time to time, I'm, I'm saying average, but from time to time, you might have one an hour and a half. You might even have one two hours. You might have one 30 minutes. If we get to walk into a house and they say, I don't, I don't need to see anything. We want you to do it. You, you did my dad's, just write it up. We're ready to go with it. Well, you know, everybody loves those. Um, they don't happen every day, but everybody loves those. So, um, but our average is an hour. We, we, we have a system in place. We have we, we hire closers. Um, we, we ask the customer, would you like the long version or the short version? And unless they're an engineer, and we all know about engineers, right? Unless they're an engineer, 90% of people say, give me the short version. So we, we have a system after that. And we go through the routine and we, we go through everything we, and we get to the close and we close it. Now, for the past year, for the past year, 
are closing ratios. And I don't always share this, but I'm going to share this because you're listening to someone giving you advice. And if I'm listening to someone giving me advice, I want to know they know what they're doing. Our closing ratios for McAfee Heating have averaged every month around 80%. Eight out of 10 close. Now, my good friend and mentor will still say your prices are too low. And they might be. We're going to look into them. I'm teaching you how to raise your prices. And I just admitted our prices still might be too low. And we made major increases this year. Okay? So, if your closing ratio is too high, your prices could be slightly too low until you get them up there to where more people are saying no because your prices are too high, then you're probably at the right amount. So I'm going to work. We're going to look at that. I've already talked to my um, VP of operations and uh, this, this, uh, this last week about raising our prices again. Um, so the last one is um, why should we raise our prices? It's very simple. Why should we raise our prices? So cost of goods have went up double digits again and again and again this year. I mean, prices have skyrocketed this year. And I have my own opinion why, but we would get into the political issue. And I'm not going to go there right now. Maybe one day I will. But a cost of goods have went up double digits. And Basically, you're worth more. You, If you're not a premier dealer and you don't do everything right, you need to work on that and start doing everything right. You need to go the extra mile. You need to make sure it's done right or you won't do it at all. That's our philosophy here. We're going to do it right or we're not going to do it at all. We'll pass. If you want it done a different way, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, I'm sorry, we're not able to do that. And they say, you mean you're not able to do the job for me? If you want it done that way, at that price, we'll have to pass. I'm sorry. Because we have Mr. McAfee's name's on the door, and he has to stand behind it. Our company has to stand behind the work we do, and we're not able to do it that way because it's not up to the quality level we expect at McAfee. So, you need to become a premier high-quality dealer. And if you already are, then your prices need to reflect that. And you need to hear that. It will help you. This podcast is basically free. And I just made you either thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, depends on what size company you are, that needed to raise your prices. And always remember, just a quick little saying here. The bitterness of poor quality remains long after the low prices are forgotten. I'll read that again. The bitterness of poor quality remains long after the low prices are forgotten. And a fellow by the name of Leon Cataloli, uh, I won't repeat that. Uh, that is his quote. I will give him credit and probably botched up his name. So, Raise your prices, guys. If you haven't raised them in a while, take a look at that, evaluate it, but aim high. I, I challenge you, aim high, okay? People are willing to pay for high. Uh, quick 
story. I just posted it on Iron Sharpens Iron. If you're not on the Facebook Iron Sharpens Iron Business Roundtable, join. If you're a business owner, we'll, we'll let you enter. And there's just a, stu- a lot of stuff in there you're going to learn from me and other people. Um, but elderly lady, very professional, nice home, nice clean home, very professional. We were selling her this week. Uh, comfort advisor was sitting at her table and she looked at him and said, uh, which one of these two should I go with? He gave her, he gave her the better and the best. A lot of times the good, we don't even show the good. Good, it, it's almost old school nowadays to me. So better, best. And she pointed to the best and she says, is this your Cadillac? He said, yes, ma'am. She says, could you go over and open that garage door right there and turn the light on? He said, ma'am. She said, just go over to that garage door and open it, turn that light on. I want you to see what's out there. He opened the door, beautiful Cadillac. Beautiful Cadillac in the garage by itself. Nice, clean garage. Get the picture. He said, wow, that's a beautiful Cadillac. What year is it? She said, it's a 2021. She goes, that's what I do. And he walked out of there with a $16,500 installation sales price ticket. And she's very happy um, that she went with us. That's what she likes. She likes high quality. Another company may have went in there and, and, and never got her above 10 and sold her up and tried to sell her an 80% plain Jane 13 seer system, but not us. You find out what your customer wants. You look at their home. You evaluate their things. That's what we do. You're, going, you're pulling into a home. They've invited you there. What kind of home is it? What is the neighborhood look like? What kind of money do they spend on things? And it's okay to ask that, by the way. You can ask it this way. Typically, when you buy something of this caliber, how do you buy? And they will tell you, we do it this way. We finance this, or we do same as cash, or we write a check. And you'll find out if you ask questions, okay? Wow, a lot of stuff to know about raising prices. But uh, so before we wrap up, If you're not watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can always support this podcast on iTunes or if you preferred a listening platform. Um, I'm having uh, great feedback from listeners that this program makes them think differently. And that is why it is so important to keep listening. I just want to challenge you, make you think differently, and help grow your business. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week when we discuss how long to celebrate a victory and how long to cry about a defeat. Thanks for listening, and as always, carry on and have a great day.